Weird Norfolk is a magical collection of the unusual and inexplicable in the county. From folklore to ghosts, witchcraft to natural wonders, magic to enchanted places, we tell the kind of stories you share on dark nights around a campfire. I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. And I'm Shifa Connor and I curate Weird Norfolk. Welcome to Weird Norfolk. Uh, today, Stacia's brought me on a bit of a magical mystery tour. I'm not going to lie, because uh, <laughs> I didn't actually do any research for this one. <laughs> so, so what we're looking for... <laughs> so we're walking through a woodland. <laughs> to look for a hole, which is the entrance to St Martin's Land, where it's permanently dusk. So we talked about this story a little bit in um, our tunnels episode a couple of weeks ago and we planned in another episode. <laughs> oh my god, there's a really cute Hello. dog. A mini shark. Oh, he's got his ears up. <laughs> I was going to come and say hello. 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 <laughs> they they always let you down in public, don't they? <laughs> Always. Oh, Basil, look. Oh, he's setting my own time. <laughs> oh, that was nice. Oh, I love dogs. Doggy friends. It's lovely wood. So, yeah, so we are walking through this beautiful you have wood. Just cut all that out, aren't you? No, I'll probably still use it. <laughs> um, so, Stacia has all the notes on this, so I think I'll let you okay, cool. tell us a story and then I'll just. So we're at Baldswell Heath, um, which is on the way to Swanton Morley, <laughs> and between Baldswell. He does, bless him. And um, this is where, apparently, in this area, there was something quite remarkable. So I'll read the piece that is from uh, Witchcraft in the East Anglia magazine. God bless the East Anglia magazine. Um, volume 11, number 12, October 1952, pages 6653 to 4. That's so precise. If you'd like to look it up, <laughs> in case you think I'm lying. Um, I've heard it said that until quite recently, there was a hole in a field beside Swanton Morley to Baldswell Road. It was neither an old well nor a drain. It did not appear to have been used by fox, badger or rabbit. Surrounded by coarse clumps of grass and bracken and of unguessed depth, the whole remained a mystery. A whisper spread. It was the entrance to St Martin's land, where it is always dusk and where the green children live. These pixies have always been a constant trouble to the people of East Anglia. The hole was swiftly filled. So, St Martin's land, tell me more. Well, now I feel under pressure because I haven't got notes to back me up. It's really, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm putting but you in like, your difficult know, place. You know, know this. So obviously St Martin Land, it, it's, it's quite strange. It's not actually mentioned a huge amount, no. but it's mentioned in specifically relation to the story of the green children of Woolpit, which is a Suffolk story. I wish it was an Norfolk story, oh, but it gosh. isn't. It's, there's some Suffolk stories <laughs> that you just wish you could make our yeah. own, and this is one of them. Yeah, so it, although it does have a Norfolk connection, because so the two children, they appear 
from this St Martin's land and the clue is in the name they are green in colour and they're found kind of wandering the fields and the area nearby and someone takes them in when they first take them in they, they're speaking a completely unknown language so it's, it's obviously very difficult to communicate and the only thing that they can get them to eat is green beans I like green beans I'll so do happy. I yeah, nice. I'll be quite happy with that um, over time the girl starts to learn English so she can communicate and that's when she starts to say that they're from no, Ma- um, no man's land no man's land <laughs> well, I suppose Mar- it is yeah St Martin's land um and starts to describe what it's like, basically. And it sounds really beautiful. It does. A bit green, but very beautiful. They So this happened in the 12th century. I wouldn't remember It dates. was first documented in 1189 Was it Coggeshall? It was. Good was old it really? Ralph. Was it? Ralph having a chat. Uh, in uh, Yeah, you're right. Gosh. It, I what, did know it. What a joy, see? And it is, as you say, the abridged version. Two, green, two children with green skin mysteriously appear speaking unfamiliar language, confused about how they've arrived there. Um, Folklorists say that they were fairies or nature spirits. Historians thought they were malnourished Flemish Yeah, which is really interesting because there was a really big Flemish community in that area. Massively persecuted by those in Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure if they were Flemish, they'd probably recognise the language and they wouldn't have been green. When I wrote this for the first time, when we did it for Weird Suffolk, and every time I hear it, and the green children, they could have been Flemish. I think of Flem, yeah, which is green. Yeah, that's they, so they were a bit Flemish. Yeah, like, either way, unless that's what they meant. A bit Flemish. Well, it might be that they were a bit Flemmy. I don't know if that word, if that was a word then. Woolpit, of course, is named because it was pits for wolves. Mm. Um, they appear during harvest, seized by the reapers, taken to the village, refused to eat um, until they give them beans at which point they do they then try bread um and like it because who wouldn't the boy <laughs> dies quite young yeah um the girl goes on to marry someone from Kingsley. well this is it like so she's no longer the, green by that no point, they, they lose their coloring after a while don't yeah, they, they which makes you feel like if it is some kind of like if they're from an underground world where there is no light yeah your skin would probably have a different tint maybe Yes, I mean definitely if you think they came from St Martin's land, if we believe that, then yes. Mm. Um, I mean obviously lots of theories that, that so, so, so a lot of people have claimed this would have been anemia, mm. which if it's really severe can be a greenish tinge. But they've kind of pointed out that, or other people who don't believe that and, and would prefer to believe in St Martin's land, mm. because frankly who wouldn't, yeah. um, have kind of said well it's not like anemia wouldn't have been quite well known in the middle ages because you know nobody was eating a great diet then and those kind of dietary problems would have been massively well known it's also it doesn't sound like it was kind of a tint it was like proper green green. yeah that's it and i i think with illnesses it usually there is i watched a documentary about this and there is a illness i think called like green sickness or something and so you would expect the person to be but it's actually just a tint of green yeah not proper so so i think i don't even know if there are any illnesses that turn people like full-on grass green well well oh is there um well i had several theories which is one that they were wearing loads of cheap jewelry from the market because that's what (laughs) used to turn me green um and another one is a man in china did recently turn green okay after he ate river snails 
Um, he then didn't turn green, but he ate ribbon cells. And then I put something about the Hulk, and I found out why he's green. Why is the Hulk green? Um, I don't think it's the same reason that the Woolpit children were green. So in the comics, the fictionalised colour of gamma radiation is green. Okay, and so yeah, when Bruce exposed. Banner yeah turns into the Hulk, his increased blood pressure is overcharging the radiation in his body, causing the energy to come out of his pores and turning his skin green. Mm. Fact. I don't think it's that. Um, the children of Woolpit are on the village sign, aren't they? Yes, you can they see are, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, this idea of this land underground where it's permanently dusk and where the children are green yes, and they I think it's beans. quite lovely. I'm astonished there hasn't been more about it. Well, Other nations have stolen this story. Okay. In particular, Spain. There is an identical story, literally. Are identical. you sure we didn't steal no, their I'm story? No, sure, because it was much later. Okay. Um, so, and, and I don't think Ralph um, is no. a liar. No. Uh, so I believe that Ralph got there first, but the Spanish have claimed this as their own. That's really story interesting. Is absolutely so do they identical. call it St Martin's Land as well? They say a land. I don't know if it's St Martin. It's I, just, I think it's just really interesting that St Martin's Land. These are the only two references to St Martin's Land that I've ever come across. And I'm pretty sure the one here in Borderswell is basically taken from the Green Children. Yeah. They will have heard that story and then associated St Martin's Land with the Fairyland. And so it was just a way of another way of saying, oh, that's the entrance to Fairyland. Which is in Borswell. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are lots of St Martins um, and there are lots of places called St Martin. They don't really know which St. Martin is the St. Martin. Mm. Um, there's St. Martin of Tours in France. Um, there's a St. Martin in Portugal, Pope St. Martin. There's many, lots of Martin Martins. Martin was a popular name. It's a very popular name. I don't think of it as an old name, though. I think of it as a bird's name, like Pine like Martin. Like a house Martin. A house Martin. Um, Isn't a Pine Martin an animal? Like a? Is it? That's not a bird. Is it not a bird? <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah, it's like a rat. No, not a rat. No, it's like a like stoat. A stoat. Maybe it's got wings. In St Martin's <laughs> Land it has, thinking. just saying. Um, my St Martin of choice would be in the, the one in the Caribbean, I think. Okay. There's one there. Oh, is so. I think so. Well, my St Martin of choice would be the one here underneath the ground. Shall uh, we have a bit more of a walk around, see if we can... Yeah, well, there's so a it hole over there, isn't there? Quite a big hole. Hmm. So it wasn't one? described as being on a... I thought the description said it was like on a road. Yeah, but, you know, they said it was on this road, and oh, okay. I thought to myself, well, you can either get killed, the Or thing, we can have a look through a nice wood. a really nice time in a wood. So I've come here, and I've found you a hole, have I not? To be fair, you have found me a hole. I've found you a big hole in a wood. It must have been a quarry or something, Which it? may or may not, or a bomb. They used to drop bombs, didn't they, when they were on their way back to... And there is, of course, a an airbase just round the corner. There is. So, look at it. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. The brambles coming out. It's really nice. We don't have many fairies. No, in... you know I lament that. I know. I'm just taking a picture. We don't have many in Norfolk, do we? No, so I firmly believe that our fairies in Norfolk, it's just there's not many stories about fairies in Norfolk. So we've got the fairy cow. Yeah. And we've got hikey sprites. Yeah. And they're like our two. And now we've got this. Well, I mean, an entrance to Fairyland. And they blocked it, it up. This could be like... So, you know, that makes me suggest that if you block up the entrance to Fairyland in Norfolk... they're not going to be here anymore. Yeah. So why do you think Norfolk doesn't have those stories? 
That's a really good question. They've got them I, in Suffolk, haven't they? They have got fairies in Suffolk. I just, I don't... Whether it's they did and the stories just kind of stopped getting shared around. So, like, with the hikey sprites, they are basically our fairies. Event, you know, there's not a lot of documented documentation in books about them, but there's lots of spoken stories about them. And so whether it's there the were fairies and people spoke about them, but the, nobody wrote them down. So just Do over time. Do you think time. it's because fairies have been so commercialised? <laughs> in other words, you know, we talk about the tooth fairy when we, you know, I don't want to ruin anyone here, um, but it is mum or dad. Um, sorry. But, uh, you know, we took, but fairies are very much a commercial commodity, yeah, aren't like they? Yeah, like I don't think fairies are the kind of necessary, like the Victorian depiction, you know, with big, like, butterfly wings, wings and and yeah. what's a fairy to you then like a little person just like a a, a nature spirit yeah um i don't know if you've which ever is seen what they talk about here yeah I, I don't know if you've ever seen like the brian frow's illustrations yes like that kind of thing yeah. so that, although some of his illustrations do have wings and you know, i'm not saying all fairies don't have wings but there's more to them and, and they, they like and... like fairies that i think people visualize today would really stand out in this yeah environment whereas like a nature spirit is hidden like a chameleon i guess like you could be looking at a tree and there's a fairy on there but it's so well in and, connected and with they nature are little? um i think that they are but i think that there are human sized ones as well and, and again it's that kind of more of a projection of nature not like yeah so maybe not a physical not a wish granting no tooth stealing no i always thought the tooth fairy was quite a sinister it is quite sinister you know, it's like, what do they even do with night all those teeth? and it goes under your pillow and yeah. it's the kind of thing that if you just change the shape of that fairy it's literally a bogeyman nightmare yeah, isn't it that's it yeah if it was like all like creeping because it's leaving like, cash it's okay yeah. you know if the bogeyman left money then we'd be like oh, it's yeah. an interest the tooth fairy is an interesting thing did that come from leaving offerings yeah of teeth to fairies it's got to come from offerings, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got to. And that you reward that. Yeah. An offering know, is rewarded. Which is like so pagan. It's quite a lot of money now. Do you know it's a fiver is it? now? Is yeah. it really? I, know. I used to get 50p. I know. I used to get 50p. And, and although I do have all my children's teeth in like a pot. I don't know what my mum and dad did with mine. I'm going to have to inquire. I've got all the teeth I have found from my entire family. As in including cat teeth. Um, in a, an old Vesta pot. That you can shake occasionally. That's quite nice. And you people have to show it sometimes to when they time. come around, they look in the pot and they're quite horrified. Because mm. it's also got my wisdom teeth in it. And they're quite rooty, mm. you know. So it's nice to have what them. What do you nice think fairies are? I don't know, to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm wondering if they are, they are things that we can't explain, like the Woolpit children. Mm. That they come... And if you see people who are green, you're going to come up with an, a, a supernatural, mm. you know, because it sounds so supernatural. I would imagine this is, I don't know, do you think the Woolpit children were supernatural? Or do I, you think, I think that they were, I don't think they were supernatural. It's just ill. I, I just think that, yeah, basically, that sounds really blasé. <laughs> Ill, Ill and foreign. I don't even know if they were foreign. I just think if they were ill they may have been like speaking in tongues sort of like not been able to like speak properly why also something that i find really incredible about this is bear in mind they come in the 1100s 
why on earth are they not immediately burnt at the stake for being yeah. you know this was not a time when there was much tolerance they, I, they were the quite unusual. accepting of them weren't they they were they were yeah. they kind of you know let them in tried to give them something yeah. to eat when you'd imagine that green children turning up speaking basically in tongues mm. Um, you know, I mean, certainly if oh, they turned up in the in the in the 1700s. That's reminded me actually of an explanation as to why it was said they were from St Martin's Land because there's Fornham St Martin really close. Yeah. And so it would have been oh they're from St Martin's, which wasn't called St Martin's in the 1100s. Oh, wasn't it? It wasn't called that oh. until 1700s. Oh, I didn't know so that. So they're saying no, Claire. I wonder if that's from RF Swanton Morning, which Maybe. we're close to. But yeah, no. The the argument that it's that they were is is it can easily be stopped by them not being from there. Although that is where there were people from Flemish. Unless that's living. why it's called Saint Martin's Fornham Saint Martin now. Because it's where because Saint Martin's land entrance is. If yeah. it's not in Boardswell. Yeah. I'm sad that they have kind of you know covered up. Why would you do that? What fill it in? Yeah. They don't want people having fun. No, they really don't, do they? <laughs> they don't want anyone having fun. If you could go to Fairyland, would you, if there was an opportunity? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Too. In fact, I'm having some kind of flashback dream type thing of that exactly happening. Although I think that's because I'm thinking of True Blood, uh-huh. um, where they're vampires and fairies oh, and they I go to Fairyland. I, yeah. I never saw the end of True Blood, so I no, didn't I got really bored, get... but I did yeah. like Eric the vampire I can't remember their name he was the attractive well they all were quite attractive but anyway <laughs> um, and she was the, the love oh, interest she was a fairy, was a fairy. Yeah. and they went to fairyland and it was quite cool Yeah. and so when I think of it I think oh that would be quite nice because they look like they were having a nice time but no definitely 100% because you kind of it's difficult to, to not think of them along the lines of the beautiful pictures you've seen yeah. and you know it is difficult to it is difficult and because that's the image that we've been like kind of do you think all fairies are good then or not? No. Well, this is the other thing. Nature isn't good or evil. It just is. It just is. And I think fairies just are. Just are. And sometimes they do good things and sometimes they do bad things. Sometimes they do tricksy things. Boring things. You know, it's just nature isn't good or bad. Would you like to see a fairy more than you'd like to see a ghost? Yes. Would you like to see a fairy more than you'd like to see anything? Yeah. Although I might have already seen fairies. I don't know. But not realise it? Well, you have. well, I have had... Exp- I don't know. I've oh, brilliant. Tried. I've Come never on. told you. I can't remember this. I must this. have told you. When I was you a kid would. in Ireland. Tell this story to the ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I had two experiences in Ireland when I was a child with my dad and my... One was with my dad and my sister and one was on my own. One, we went for a walk and my sister was in the pushchair and we were walking along a road next to a woodland and we looked across and we could hear music and there was tiny lights in the woodland and it was around dusk and we stood and watched them for a little while and we must have made a noise or something because it just everything just vanished oh my word but i was very dad remember this well my dad does yeah Yeah. but whether i I will talk to him about it because we haven't talked about it for a long time so i I, it'd be i guess it's interesting to see what he kind of remembers and what was the music like just like tinkling bells sort of Oh my word. Yeah. So, and then on the same holiday, we were staying, I can't remember whether it was like a, whether it was at someone's house that was, we're related to or whether it was a, like a rented cottage. I can't quite remember, but we were with my nan and I went, my nan was having a nap and I went into her room 
and the window was open and the curtains were drawn because she was having a nap and just as I walked in I saw like a stick hand like coming so like it had been reaching in so it was reaching back out of the window how big like a human sized hand but like sticks oh my word were you not terrified? Well, I don't think I was. I don't remember being scared by so it. So you thought it was okay. And there wasn't I a just, tree outside that could have... Well, that could have, you know, I was young. But in your mind but it was But in my a... mind, it, was, it wasn't like a stick, because I could see it moving Contract. like a hand. Yeah. Like it was like, I mean, I'm doing the action, which is really useless. You can imagine it, though. But it, was like, it wasn't like hand. a stick, like, blowing. It was like something was mo- like a hand moving it out of the window. Wow. So. The one in the forest, though, or the one in the woods, sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I, it's a really like vivid memory. Can you see I have. it? I can picture it in my head. So was it? And I, I know think it sounds stupid. Was it. it low down or was well, it? Well, it was. They were far. So where we are now, yeah, they were quite far away. So like, say the trees down there, yeah, which again is not helpful for you guys. So I'm not good with meters. How far away is that? So probably about twenty-five meters away. Yeah. So. It was quite far. But did they look like they were... Well, I couldn't see people. And what colour so were the lights? The lights... So the wood... Because it was dusk, the wood was quite dark and the lights were just glowing. Yeah. So what, like lanterns? Like, so I bet in my head it's kind of like fireflies, kind of really small. Oh my word. That's like But again, this is... I was a really Margaret little... Margaret Tarrant picture. <laughs> that sounds... I've got lots of Margaret Tarrant pictures <laughs> of glowworms It's really hard though. In lanterns. Being... That was so long ago... How old would you have been? So I'm not sure. I'd have to check with my dad. My sister was in a pram, so she must have only been like one or two. So I was five or six. But you remember it well. But I remember it well. But the trouble is, it's like now, at this point, how much of it is what I've Remember dreamt, that you remember. Or what I've been told by my dad, and what is it me elaborate? You know, at this, like, what, that's like 35 years ago. And nothing since? Nothing yeah, that's but then, incredible. but then I've always felt really connected yeah. to fairies. So the only thing I've got anywhere close, and that is my haunted gardening set, which was uh, I told <laughs> you, which was I when I had a birth a Christmas present, and it was uh, I can see it now. It was a tiny china watering can, and tiny. I mean, now you'd see it as like a Zen garden set, yeah. which would is is not my bag but oh, at that time it was around. yeah it was just a miniature gardening set like a really miniature one and I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this absolute urge I'd left it at the bottom of my bed on the floor absolute urge to just burrow down my bed with my head where my feet should be and stuck my head out the end and that set was dancing as if people that I couldn't oh see were gosh. holding it yeah I mean, really, 100%. I called for my mum, she came in, and it fell to the ground. That's amazing. But it was as if it was was being held by people who were using it that you couldn't see, but very small people. And that's the only time anything like that has ever happened. So, and would you associate them with being fairies rather than ghosts? Just, well, yeah, not ghosts. It wasn't like that. It was like they were playing with them, Mm. but you couldn't see them. But they were being used as if you could... Yeah, you know it was bizarre and they were kind of you know raking along and I wasn't asleep because I yeah. called my mum and also you don't in your sleep burrow to the other end of the bed no, and no you don't especially as my mum and dad never put the bloody heating on so it was absolutely freezing in that room so you know when before the days when they would buy me a, a in those days continental quilt <laughs> which sounds quite sexy doesn't it uh, so before the duvet days 
I had about 60 blankets. Yeah. So actually doing that quite would have woken work. me up yeah, yeah. because I had to kind of clamber beneath the weight of 900 different <laughs> blankets that they futilely put on to pretend yeah. that there wasn't ice on the inside of my windows. Not that I'm at all bitter about this <laughs> or have my heating on so really, really high now. But yeah, there they were. And at it's the like, it's weird that you had like an urge to go and look oh, massively. rather than like seeing Which something out of the corner I of your eye. I don't think or... I have ever done yeah. before or since. I have never felt the urge to burrow under the yeah. bed and go so my head is out because I always had those feelings that something might be under the bed or yeah. and indeed there possibly was. Yeah. So there we go. Maybe they'd come out from St. Martin's Land. Maybe. You know, maybe they maybe some of them can still ache out. Or maybe they're tunneling underneath now. Maybe. Oh. I know. Nice. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.